roll in questions to get a little more direct. But yeah, like I tell people all the time, like this is our first time meeting. I think that's cool to kind of showcase behind the content. So I did kind of want to start there. Like what kind of, is this your first podcast you've done? The first one was with Sam. So I don't know, yes, I don't know if you heard okay. that one actually. I sh probably should have listened to, I actually did mm -hmm. listen to the first part of it when it first came out. And I thought mm -hmm. that was super cool. So I wanted to see it with that mm -hmm. dynamic. Yeah. It was like, talk to me about that yeah. experience a little bit. Cause um, Sam is obviously yeah. your girlfriend and she's got a podcast, mm -hmm. Lifestyle Redesign. Yeah, take me through what was that like to be like interviewed by someone you like care yeah. about so much. Like that's so. I'm like the first time that we did it, it took like, like we went out and recording for like two hours. So like we were like, okay, we need to like do this, like do this again, like afterwards. Cause this is, this is taking too long and we're not actually talking about anything. Like it became like too much of a conversation and not really like the podcast anymore so then we re-recorded re it and then the second time it came out like fantastic so cool. it was like it was like really cool to like be on a podcast for the first time too yeah no that's super that's super cool now now currently are you in in school or are you all business right now no nah, yeah i'm all business right now because i graduated okay. in may of last year okay same mm -hmm. very cool yeah nice and any inclination, like straight, are you working another job next to the, next to the brand right now? I mean, I'm like designing for other brands. So I'm like kind of okay. taking like inquiries of like, like for both like flyers, let's say like design, like in general, but also like clothing brands. Like I really want to yeah, help like yeah. clothing brands, like design essentially. Mm -hmm. Cause like all, like I like designing for my own stuff, but I feel like it'd give me more experience to design for other people too. And like see, like bounce ideas off other people and things like that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I do the same thing on the sales side. Like I tell people I have my agency, but then there's also a higher ticket offer and I help them close deals. And it's the same, like, I just want to be around people that are doing this because it's only going to help your brand in the long run. And that's really like, exactly. we'll get into the business side of things, but especially in the fashion, the design game, I feel like having a long-term outlook on it mm -hmm. is so key. Like right. you're not going to launch something and you know, everyone's going to, Love yeah, it. No, exactly. Like this is this is a a two year out business. Like I'm looking for spring of next year at this point. Like I'm not even like thinking about this spring anymore. Okay, for and that is for God's tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm I have to like start design. Yeah, I have to start designing like now in order for anything to come out like next year. So you're kind of having to predict trends before they actually happen. But like, there's nothing to really to gauge it off of because the trend hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. But what's difficult is that you also want to make sure that you're, like, you're in line with everything else that's going on. Because like, you can't be necessarily inspired. Like, it has to be timeless. Like, you can't be inspired now and then have it released two years from now because then that time passed. And especially because things are coming and going so much faster, like trends now, it's like you have to, like, act on them as soon as you think of it. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, yeah. that's, that's just been, like, super difficult. But, yeah, I mean, I'm getting I'm getting a lot better now. Yeah, that's good. And where do you kind of look for, like you said, I know it's difficult to identify, are, is it people you look to? Is it just things that you observe mm -hmm. uh, just like in your daily life that kind of inspire you? That's a yeah. good question. Like where did your inspiration for the stuff you design come out? From? Uh, a lot of times it's just kind of like what I'm doing like day to day. Like I want to say like two years ago now, I was like really inspired by like just being outside of like nature. So like now the things that's coming up this summer is going to be based on it. So like I started designing it back then. So like, it's like, I want to like design towards like timeless things again, like I just said, but the inspirations come from like literally anything that I'm doing. So like, if I'm going hiking constantly, I'm going to design something based on like hiking kind of, 
but like less niche and then yeah just like different things that i see like different places like i could see like let's say this like tree or something like that put that into a design some way and then like go from there and then create a collection off of that very cool and now currently just kind of bring everyone up to speed you have god's tier so we'll talk about that a little bit where did that inspiration come from and kind of take me through what the experience has been like launching that because the website is launched i saw you know products are on there super cool intro video by the way that was su that's super dope like showcasing it was very well well put together but yeah talk to me about god's tier a little bit yeah i started it in 20 well i launched my first product in 2021 but i actually like started building it like the brand in 2020 like over the pandemic like throughout it i really wanted to create things that felt like like me but also told a story like throughout every single like piece so like every collection that i do always has a story tied to it that leads the bigger story of getting to god's tier like the process up until that point so like the first one was a work of art just getting started like like that was the collection about like literally just get started and then the second one was like kind of looking back and giving back to people that like, you know, help you on the way. And then the next one, I want it to be the perfect storm. That's what I'm calling it. It's kind of like going through like your trials and tribulations. Like, you know, that's where you're going to, that's where you're going to be in the process at some point. So trying to navigate that, like, I want to talk about that, like through the clothing. Very cool. Yeah. yeah so like, like I want to, like, so like the overall theme of the brand is the process. And then throughout each collection is getting to God's tier through the process. Yeah, like each like level or like stage of it. Very cool. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. It's always fascinating because like when you first look at it, you it takes time. Like you got to see yeah, each right. like now. Right. And I like hearing you say that because now I hope everyone that also hears that like you're gonna pay more attention to the the details. Exactly. Like I do the same thing exactly. with music. Like when I've mm -hmm. watched like an artist go on a podcast mm -hmm. and then they drop an album. I'm always like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, yeah. you just look at it. So like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it all really connects, but type by people in. So, take me through what the kind of the start was. And here's like a kind of a unique question. Like, if you were to start in 2023, what would you do differently compared to you said 2020? You got rolling with God's Tier? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of going through it right now, actually. Like, I'm cool. I'm sort of rebranding a little bit and kind of finding like the values in the brand. I think that's what I would start over, which is mm -hmm. kind of what I'm doing exactly right now. I would think about the pain points and why I want to create this brand and like what I'm actually giving value to. Like what is the mm -hmm. like what am I solving like for people? But then I'd also focus on how can I like make it better? Like why would people buy into this as opposed to something else? Like why would I put the same thing that's already out out again? Like that just doesn't make sense. So I would find a way to create value first, like, you know, ask questions, like, you know, find people like what people want, find what they value, and then create that, mar like fill that market by creating what they need, essentially. And I mean, yeah. that's what they'll tell you any business course anyways. So I'm just like, yeah, like kind of re -go like going through that again. And I will say, yeah, and there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of truth to that. And there's, but there's, there's also a ton of truth in the authenticity behind it. So that's why I love mm -hmm. like the path you kind of have with God's tier. Like it's like your mm -hmm. perception of it and you can't have that little bit of like, yes, like need and what the market wants, mm -hmm. but also what's the market feeling, right? Like, and how does, what's your perception of that is like mm -hmm. a great way. Yeah. I think, and I think you're naturally, you're naturally going across that. So that's gonna be super yeah. cool. 
And um, I mean, I would also spend yeah. less money, especially because, because okay. like, I mean, <laughs> like that's, that's part of like the learning curve is just like you try yeah. things and now I know like, you know, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And what I want to make a big point about there is there's so many people that are afraid to even try. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're going to have to make those same mistakes or you're going to exactly. have to expose yourself to people who can help you navigate those mistakes. I don't want to say skip them. You're probably just going to have them at a different level. Exactly. But again, yeah. but there's a lot of people that won't do either. They'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to launch the next great clothing brand, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch people who are already starting it. Exactly. And a big thing they do is they go right to the people that are at the top and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think, and a point of my podcast has really been showcase more people in the process, observe those people and have that good balance. Balance the oh, people yeah. who are a couple steps ahead of you. And then also, you know, okay, what could I avoid? You know, yeah, no, and I, I found out too, like, like myself, that comparison is like a dangerous game because they've been doing this for like 10 years. Like you can't start from their 10 year like past. Like it doesn't make sense. So like that, that's just like something you have to like really be conscious of too, because it's just tough. Like you see, yeah. especially with social media now, like you see all these, like all all the people like doing things already. And then you think that they blew up overnight when really it's been 10 years of them doing it. Yep. And now with short form, you're just seeing them mm -hmm. every day. So you think exactly. it's like, oh my God, they're work. Like people honestly probably think I work like 20 hours a day just because like I have people posting content on a bunch of different accounts. I'm like, it's not like, <laughs> again, like yes, we work hard. Yes, whatever. But because that's what it is, but that's all your program. And when everyone around you is programmed, not program, I don't want to say program, but anyway, thinking along those same lines, yeah. it's tough to break out of it. So I'm curious, like, Seriously. how have you been able to really like, ex like play the long-term game with your business when I'm sure there's all this outside pressure, like, or that you may, may or may not feel that people may like implement, you know, like, how do you, how do you navigate the noise? I guess would be the best way to oh, phrase that. That, that's a really good question. I just, I try to at least remember, which is why I'm creating my value system again, like to go back to it, like every single time, like, what am I, like, what is the goal here? Like, that is what I keep on trying to think about. And even living back in Chicago, like there was something going on every single week. And I'm thinking like, how, like, why am I not out there right now? Like, I think that constantly, but I mean, it's just a lot of staying grounded, like staying focused, like on what I want, like see for myself. And like a lot of the, like a lot of podcasts that I listen to too, talk about delayed gratification, like really is something serious these days because everybody wants things right now. And I'm trying to like help my, like tell myself to like, wait, like do the work right now and then it'll come. Like stay consistent and it'll come. I keep on trying to tell myself that. Yeah. No, I feel you. We're in the, we're in very, very similar boat. Like I said, and those feelings never really are going to mm -hmm. go away. Like I definitely do. I feel like I've leveled up in the last year. Yes. Do I feel like, but do I still have the same thoughts I had a year ago? Yeah. Because now there's just, yeah. there's more things yeah. that you want to get to. And there's still certain holes that I know I have to get better at. Yeah. And like that you're just reminded of, yeah. of constantly, mm -hmm. but they only get worse when you just <laughs> call it analysis paralysis, right? Like you just kind of get to a stage and you're like, like, do I really want to make all these small, uh -huh. small decisions? But, but, then, thing but then you look back too, like, like, like yeah. the best time to like actually be able to see how much you've done is when you look back at the past year and you're like, oh my God, like that's, that's what I thought was good back then. Like that was horrible. Like when you compare yeah. it to your work now. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Now, how do you approach design? Like 
How do you go about designing products for different, like, is there different audiences you try to target? Is there a specific audience you kind of go for? I guess, who who is your customer profile with God's Do? See, that, that was like a big thing too, is because you want it to be a certain person, but it doesn't happen, like, it doesn't always happen that way. So, like, my demographic right now yeah, is, like, the the city kid that has a lot of disposable money is what I've like seen. But I thought it would be less, like a little bit less city, but people that like kind of save up for it a little bit more. Whereas like, it's the kind of the opposite a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But, What's a common yeah, trait yeah. they have, you'd say? Huh. I actually have no idea. Cause I yeah. feel like they're always, like they're all so different in like weird ways too. Cause like I, oh, yeah. I like meet people like at all different places. Like I met people in Chicago that like you know really liked it. Met people in mm -hmm. Boston, but like they've all been like kind of different. Like like a lot of ways. Yeah. And what do you think as far as like obviously just building it over the last two almost three years now? Like mm -hmm. what's the best way? What's been the best method for you as far as getting the name out there? For me, it's been pop ups. But cool. I don't. I like. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know if it's because I haven't done enough marketing on social media that pop-ups have mm -hmm. worked so well. But I also think that because I feel like my quality is better than most brands starting out. That's the that's the reason why like people gravitate towards it too, like more so like in person because they can feel it and feel the difference. Yes, I agree. So that, that's I think the, that's, yeah. a point. that's a really good point about clothes in general. I've never been the mm -hmm. type to like buy a bulk ton of stuff online because i'm like exactly I, like, I need to go right. into Tilly's to see how that right. stuff fits. exactly you know? and that, yeah right like, to, right yeah like, i need to go into the the packs of the world and, like actually right. feel and this then, like try it on too yeah yeah try it on so i uh -huh. like that pop-ups now there's a lot of brands that watch this obviously in my early days i hosted a lot of kids in my high school that had were launching clothing brands one of them's mm -hmm. done really well called ultra rare his whole brand started because he entered like a contest and like it was a cool story mm -hmm. but for those that are in the game already how can they get involved with pop-ups and like what's your experience been with them i i've i've gotten lucky a lot it's it's tough because some places like it depends like it depends on what your brand stands for like i don't i personally don't want to be at the like the markets like the farmers markets types of things because like that's just not what my brand like is like i don't want it to like be associated with that so i kind of i i want it to be alone most of the time like a, like in a standalone place so like i had a pop-up in chicago like on a rooftop and, like most people like that that went were like i've never seen anything like this like and that's the reaction that i like because i like to build a story around the pop-up then i had like two pop-ups at umass boston like as a standalone again because it gave me the most space like for it so i'd say like you just have to reach out to places and see who will let you do it because you'll you'll get a lot of no's before you get a yes yeah like some, no, some places want to hear the benefit for them too that's mm -hmm. the biggest that's thing fair. yeah vol i mean volume negates luck it's like a thing i tell <laughs> thing i tell my sales team thing i tell everybody <laughs> on the podcast right they uh -huh. go hand in hand like volume exactly. negates luck if you but a bit in a big piece of it is having confidence in your product to actually put it exactly. in front of these people. Like, exactly. You don't want to hold anyone back, but you also don't place your product in environments that they don't fit in. Because mm -hmm. it's exactly. like that's the level of awareness you need to have. If you exactly. pump the right place with the right product enough mm -hmm. times, yes, you will see the success. If you 
don't really if you don't want to do the work to find out where your stuff fits or trial and error like go see what works then that's you not doing the work and you're not gonna like you know exactly, you don't see the exactly. Yeah, of it. It's just a lot of research too because you're not gonna cool. put a hundred dollar t-shirt around twenty dollar jewelry like it just doesn't make sense yeah can you tell me the story with the rooftop one like you said yeah, or like what was yeah. before you were trying to yeah how did it come together and uh -huh. then what was the story you were trying to tell at it yeah yeah so going way like way further back to like february the pop-up was in august back in like okay. february i reached out to my school loyola chicago cool. about doing the pop-up in like in the school because i knew nobody's ever done it because i've been there like you know i obviously went to school there and then i got to like all these different levels of like people and then i finally got to the dean and then she just kept on shutting it down so i just kept i just kind of like kept on going kept on working finding new places and then I kind of slept on the idea a little bit like of a pop-up because I was developing the entire collection at that point. Like the idea like switched a little bit. So come like July, and well, I kept on getting moved back actually. So come July, I'm like getting ready to like, you know, launch everything. I wanted to do a fashion show now, like in the middle of the street, like a, like a pop-up fashion show essentially. And then a pop-up right after that, like where they can shop what they just saw. So this idea got pushed back so many times because there was this one company that I, I was going to work with for it. And then last minute they were like, oh no, we can't do it. Like the day before it was supposed to happen. They said, no, we can't do it. So I switched the idea to something else. Like, and then I had to keep on moving back the dates. So this was in July. So come August time, now I'm planning on doing the pop-up again. So I got like a bunch of people, a bunch of like my friends and stuff to like, just like, I had to find the sizing for them, like of the products that I was going to show. And then have them like practice like walking like on the street like not really paying attention to the people walking around them because obviously it's like a like nobody's expecting it to happen. Then I set up yeah. an right for it like you know ran an ad like had like a lot of people show up. So then they did that like you know they went around and then the cops came like right after that and then we all like left. We, we just like not I don't want to say we ran but we just like yeah. left like we were just like oh no like what what just happened over there or something like that. Yeah. And then I got in contact with this rooftop called Joy District. And I was like, oh, can I like do this? And then because they were like so cool, they were like, why not? Like, you know, like, let's, let's try and see how it goes. So like, I had to pay for each ticket, like drink ticket, because it was like a rooftop. So like, it was like a bar and stuff like that. So I paid yeah. for like, I, I created a guest list. And then people that like, you know, I invited got it and then i paid for their like their first drink or something like that so gotcha. that like you know increased the people like you know the people coming in but then there was also a party connected to that like on the same rooftop so there was like 500 people in total like there on a rooftop oh, no. and the capacity is like 200. Nice. so so then it was a separate which party is, that just happened to be going yeah, on yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. he, he told me he on. told me like the week before that there was going to be a party there and i was like okay that's not bad perfect yeah. yeah right so then the day of it was supposed to rain but it like held it just held out like it rained for like probably like three minutes and then it just stopped like right before we were supposed to like set up so that looked out there but overall that that entire thing was just it was a headache but i'm I'm glad that i made it work out yeah would then now take me through what it was like when it actually it launched where you like, what were you doing most of the time while the pop-up was, was happening? I was just talking to people like, you know, they were like, Oh my God, like I've never seen anything like this. Like, how do you get this here? 
like just all that cool. stuff and then people are just like inspired like how i did it yeah. like you know about the brand like what's the brand like mean like how did, like i wish i could show like pictures of it but yeah yeah like there was just like a, i put on like a rug and then like clothing racks and then like a sign like a banner around mm-hmm. it and then had people like just like kind of around it so like it was kind of like the center of like attention essentially it was like the bar and then me Sweet. so like that, that was yeah. like the two center points Hell yeah. And it takes, like I said, it takes so much confidence to, to do that. And I know that there's just so many people are like, oh, like, mm-hmm. could I handle that? I'm like, well, you know what? Like, that's what you get through to get what you want, right? Like, those are the things that it come, it'll come naturally now. I'm sure was that, that was your first one or was that? No, that was, I think it was the third. Third the one. Third yeah. Up, yeah. Like, again, and it, it comes together like that. Now there's mm-hmm. 500 yeah. plus, plus yeah, exactly, people. Exactly, right. Right. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And it naturally developed like that. Like you wouldn't, if he, he had said, go sell 500 tickets, who knows? But right? instead, like, it seriously, was naturally, right? you got, you got eyes. Uh-huh. You got eyes. Right. Like that, it was, it's it's things. Yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like pay attention to when those things happen, especially when they're towards things that you really enjoy doing, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I've always tried to lean on that. I'm like, okay, you wouldn't be like going out to interview XYZ if you didn't do mm-hmm. that. Like pay attention. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't came together so the best yeah, things are exactly. like they come together naturally as mm-hmm. you, I'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen it. And there's yeah. just, there's a, certainly an element to, to trusting that. And like with us being at such a young age, it's good. We can kind of have that awareness. Like I can sense right. it. You like, you right. get it. That's what keeps you going, right? Like it's not right, the, exactly going to be the money. Like in reality, even when I say you make like mm-hmm. this, you go hard at it for 10 years, like you will, you know, you will see the financial benefits, but like mm-hmm. even the people that you hear them at that level and it's never mm-hmm. like not once are they really like, that was what was, you know, pushing them to get through. It was the little, yeah. like, alignment. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, like, like the little wins, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the like, the biggest thing you have to think about, too, is just it's not going to happen overnight, and, like, you have to be okay with that. Like, it's just it's just tough. Sometimes it's tough, but you have to just get through the tough days and then, like, celebrate, like, the little wins that you get. Yeah, take it a day at a time because I think once mm-hmm. you do that, you start recognizing – the the wins and they do like the smaller wins feel a lot greater because you're not worried about tomorrow you're not worried about next week mm-hmm. like I don't, like the biggest like I'm, as an overthinker right like we tend mm-hmm. to struggle all the time with that. <laughs> like, I'm a month and ahead oh what if this happens oh when I plan this like but it's more the days when I'm just yeah. I take each interview let it go do what do its thing like I get see, so I'm much the, more I'm the exact opposite like I'm like I'm I'm gonna just try it and then we'll see how it goes if it sucks. Yeah. I'm killing. I'll I'll send it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. Now, what would now you said you like your you have a career in design as well as launching your own brand, which I think goes mm-hmm. so well together. Like you said, like the learning experience. What advice would you give to someone who's interested in pursuing a career in in design? I think, which is the one I'm doing now too. Like you just have to make designs that you want to show someone to get hired for. So like, let's say you want to be a social media manager and like, and you want to design like the graphics for it, create like mock graphics or something and then put it out there and then show the person that you like want to be hired by like your dream company. If, that, if that's the case, like reach out to people on Facebook or something that don't have like that good of a, what's it called a following or a page and then say, Oh, I can do X, Y, and Z. And then here it is. Like, look at it. Like, this is what I can do for you. Like, that's just the best way to like actually get your foot in the door and actually design for people. Because they want, like, design, you have, like, you have to see something. If you don't have a portfolio right now, you have to literally just make one. Like, just start designing anything, and it'll just, it'll come together. 
Cool. Yeah, I like that. And then getting it, like you said, closed mouths don't get fed. So you have exactly. to ask to ask people, but you have to have the, the product to kind of put it in front of them. Super dope. Now, kind of a switch up question. What's one question you have for the host? What is the best thing and the worst thing that's happened in your entrepreneurship journey? Oh, okay. Best thing, actually, I would, yeah, I would say so many different ways you could go with that. And I always try to say <laughs> 10 minutes. I would say best thing that's happened is the podcast. I think I just am always, I know it's what makes me feel like the most into like the business mode. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I love talking to other business owners and it's made me so much better at sales in general. So it's just helped my business like naturally grow. But yeah, I would definitely say the podcast and the networking opportunities. I would say like this thing I'm going out to LA to shoot won't talk too much about it, but it's like, it's one of those opportunities where I kind of said it was like a dream guest of mine on the podcast. And it was probably, this person was probably a reason I really got back rolling with the business, like in August, just being exposed to kind of the way he thought and like, you know, like, oh, I, it's actually okay to like think how I think. And I was just in that, that place where I was kind of questioning it. I just graduated college. Like I wouldn't say the business was like booming, right? Like you're still, it was the first three months I had had to just focus on it. And because I'd been so committed to it, I'd felt so different from everyone else. And so now like the podcast, I'm actually getting to interview this guest, like all these like nine months later and like go out to LA and do that. So yeah, I would say the best thing, definitely podcast and just like the opportunities brought. Worst thing, I would say... There's definitely a, there's a period where you basically have to, like you said, restart. And sometimes it comes when you already feel like you've been like all in. So I have this company that I started at 18, right? Like I was selling stuff for people out of their garage, you know, definitely had its periods where you were in and out of it. And then I felt like it had found some identity in college, but then I realized it was the wrong identity. Uh -huh. Like it felt good to like yeah. launch like a different show and be, have my friends involved and like, but I realized like, I unfortunately, like by the way that just like that went down, I realized I was like, wait, that, but that's not really you. Like you need to be, if you're going to do this long-term, the only way it's sustainable is if I was hundred percent authentic with it. And I was so, mm -hmm. oh, I don't, I had started this new thing. Do I go back to Profit Jack? Like, do I bring Profit Jack back in the scope of everything? For a second, it was just separate to like this new person or something. Yeah, it was exactly. like, yeah, I was like, so I don't want to say like that was the worst thing because it's beautiful, right? But it's like, mm -hmm. I can say that like those feelings of having to, when you realize mm -hmm. like you hit a point in your journey where you're just like, okay, this isn't working. I have to cut exactly. ties and I might have to go back to square one. So like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of like the worst thing and yeah. the best thing, but yeah, probably the worst thing. And, you know, I've had months where we signed and people would say this would be the worst thing, right? Like I signed, you know, seven, like so high retainers, but the service mm -hmm. delivery wasn't on point. So I lost yeah. all the guy, like half the guys the next month. Uh -huh. And so yeah. like from a business standpoint, that was probably the worst thing that happened. Yeah. Like you, I built all these clients and I lost like 80% of them the next month. Mm -hmm. And you just have to like, oh, I did this yeah. and I did that. Yeah. yeah. So, for, but cool. I think that's the best way to kind of answer that. Now, what kind of what kind of legacy do you want to leave? I like ask. I've been hearing this one come up a lot. <laughs> I just want to say that I want. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. I don't think I've ever gotten that question. Probably that people 
kept going because it gets better every single time. Like as long as you keep on going, like it will get better. Like even through like the the toughest days that there are, like just figure out a way to keep going, but also like find a way to get like at least 1% better each, each day. Cause like, that's something that they, they would always tell me in basketball too. So like bringing that like into the real world, like it really does help to like put that in perspective that find, like do anything in the day to become at least 1% better. Yeah, no, I love that. And you really, you'll definitely like leave that example of like with the brand like this and the industry and any mm -hmm. entrepreneurial journey, it's right. It's like, it's the day by day. It's mm -hmm. the, like you only lose when you quit. Like exactly. it's, it's very real because those, like, I honestly, I couldn't tell you what it's like to be consistent with a business for five years. I don't have that experience yet, but I've met people that have been, and the only way I'm going to be like them or like in a similar, you know, round is if I do that. Right. So it's like, it seems like a hard pill to swallow, but I think in reality, a big theme of today's episode is really just playing the long-term game, you know, taking things day by day. It is, it does feel easier when that's your perspective. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult if oh yeah like you want to take things day by day and like appreciate yeah. the small wins but then you don't take the action to get the small wins so you don't feel exactly. it and then you're constantly you're trying to do these little things but you're just so thinking big picture big picture the exactly. whole time it's like you weren't present in those moments yeah. so you're not going to feel that so you're not going to grow yeah. it's like it's, it's also important to like have a plan to like actually do something like you have to like i believe in like the big goals but also just like break that up into like tiny little goals that you have to continuously like you know checkpoints to keep hitting as you keep getting to that bigger goal yeah no that's awesome man any final thoughts man i think i really like the like how direct this was and i think we yeah. got to know you really well yeah. obviously i think we'll do this again i know sam came on twice so i want to get your guys yeah. perspective yeah, for sure. here from sure. maybe a few months from now maybe yeah everything could change right now because i have varsity jacket collab coming up cool. uh, in a couple weeks now and then I'm preparing like, you know, for the summer and then fall. So there's going to be a lot happening, especially cause I'm going through like the rebrand right now. So I'm going to change the entire website. Like everything's going to be like brand new almost. Nice. So like, you know, there's That's a lot planned right now. And where yeah. can we find you? At Dario Smadzuna on Instagram, at Dario Season on TikTok, at God's Tier on Instagram and then Godstier.com. Okay. Awesome. All links to be in the description. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, thank you.